0: Goblin House Studios
1: Jojo and I play Needs. I'm Bianca and I play Lilathia.
2: I'm Spook Jam and I play Galeot Delaric. Hey
3: everyone, I'm Cody and I play Thor and Stronghollow.
4: And I am Adam, I am our game master. Well our last episode, the players defeated a terrible foe in the cemetery, and after having done so, their characters got enough experience points to level up. So y'all are all level two now. What does that mean for your character?
0: Alright, so for Shrimp Stomp, he is now multi-classing. He is a level 1 fighter as well as a level 1 warlock. He has gained some spells as well as more, more hit points. He now has the spell Umira's Protection, which gives him 5 temporary hit points. And if anyone... Creature hits him, they take 5 radiant damage. This is the spell that he was gifted in the graveyard. He has also acquired Umira's Disappointment, which is a reaction. If anyone attacks him, he can instantly point his finger at them, surround them with pink light, and they take radiant damage. He's also learned two cantrips,
4: prestidigitation, and friends. So, Shrimp Stomp multi classed to Warlock, and this goddess is his patron. Why, why did you go that direction?
0: Well, I felt that as Umara is the goddess of love and is definitely against fighting as a whole, I felt like the Warlock was much more fitting for her to gift to Shrimp Stomp than any other class. Uh, simply because, as a paladin, you'll basically swear an oath to a deity. Whereas, with a warlock, you're being gifted these abilities from a god or goddess. And I felt like, storyline-wise, that was much more fitting for Umira
4: and Trimsoff's relationship.
1: Uh, neat, she got a new cantrip called Chill Touch, but I'm calling it Crystal Touch. Uh, She also got received two other uh, spells, features. One I'm calling mushroom action, and the other is shape of the raven. She received four extra hit points. So really nothing. Fun things for me, but nothing really.
4: So you can shapeshift into a raven now. Yes. Interesting.
2: Okay. Lilithia... Um uh, got an additional spell, the Hunter's Mark, and also uh, some extra points towards my Longbow. And because I'm a South Moon Elf, um, I still have my Goodberry. That's right. The uh,
4: South Moon Elves, um, from a very young age, have a special ability, and if they can cast the Goodberry spell... Um, even at first level, uh, but they must choose that when they hit second level as one of their two. Uh,
2: Galia now has Featherfall, as well as Jack of All Trades and Song of Rest. We're also now at 20 HP, so we're not going to die as easy. Uh, he's stout now.
4: And Featherfall would help a sailor if he was up in the crow's nest or up in the rigging and fell off during a storm. That's yeah. smart. Just get good at falling,
3: dude. <laughs> You're good. Well, Thoradin, um, he's, he's gotten a uh, an extra uh, spell slot, bringing it up to uh, three level one spell slots. And he now has access to Channel Divinity. He can uh, turn undead or, alternatively, uh, use his Channel Divinity uh, to cast Artisan's Blessing, which allows him to forge... any any non-magical item that includes some kind of metal.
4: Oh, nice. Magical smithing. So our our party is a little more potent now for whatever challenges lie ahead. Well, in the last episode, the party faced a mutant, hideous, spectral creature that was hovering over Delcenora's grave. After a very frustrating battle, they defeated this creature. And after they did, Minx saw that all around his neck were symbols seared into it, as if this man, maybe he was once a man, had one of these collars around his neck at one point. So, just to be sure, she went and cut all of that skin <laughs> off to uh, keep that, just in case they need it later, maybe compare the symbol, Who knows? prove what happened. Then, the party had reason to believe that something was in Elsinore's grave that he get out of that cemetery and thus they dug her up and it appeared that El Sonora was there and not fully dead uh, but in a bad state they pulled her up out of the grave they and uh, gifted her a spare set of clothing I have no idea how well or or good that that fits her but she has something and uh, she suggested that she go right away to the nearby Bartholing station thinking that her master could just sort all of this out. Right before they left, Weolda, the nature goddess that watched over the cemetery, gifted something to Nings. She now has the wedding ring of one of the Barthold ancestors, Viviana Barthold. The most important part of Viviana Bartold's wedding ring, the center of it is a big, bad, expensive pearl. Though so it also has six other gems for
1: it. My viewers.
4: Ninx got the impression from Leolba that the ancestor, instead of Grey Rock, that ancestor bequeathed that that thing. And then, and so, you make your way towards the Barthold Estate, which is only a couple blocks from me, and the shrimp stomp is helping Delsonora walk. And uh, Ninx, you said you made a rock cane for her to lean on. What does that look like?
1: Um... Kind of like a petrified stone or petrified rock that's been polished. Not rock, wood, sorry. Oh, like a walking stick type.
4: Cool, okay. Well, it doesn't take long to come to the Barthold Estate. It is a building with two several-story sections, in the middle of which is a courtyard. And above the wall are all these branches from trees and exotic Every window has a little window box out in front of it with flowers. Open. There's a big main gate, with a wooden door, and above it is a shield, the crest of the Bartolds, which has a key on it and then an emblem that really looks like that tree from the cemetery. We should
2: use the servants' trees on the side.
4: Go off to the side. Right now, a mist is starting to form, and it's starting to smell like rain. You sneak around the side, and there's a wrought iron gate, and it has a strange little mechanism on it. And Del Sonora fiddles with it for a moment. It seems to be like a puzzle, and it pops open. Clever. Must be only the Bartholds and their servants know how the exact way to open this gate. You enter a much smaller courtyard with an awning over it, and there's a much smaller, less ornate door. Del Sonora knocks on. After a moment, it opens, and uh, a young lady, in kind of, not poor clothing, but a servant's clothing, uh, opens the door, and looks out at all of you with shock. She opens the door a little wider. You see that behind her, sitting in a chair, is a guard, wearing blue and yellow, and he turns to see you too, your whole group, and he kind of grabs his weapon and looks more at it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
4: well here we are <clears throat> Delsnora, is that you? You Oh my I said Tola, you, you, you look you look horrible. What's what is happening?
2: I don't see auto right away.
4: Oh the master's missing. When he went off to find you and Alessandra, he never came back. The servant turns her head to the side and, and shouts into the building for Jerome, whoever that is.
1: Oh, um, he's not good! Oh no, no, no!
2: We, we, we needed to find that guy here.
1: She needs her his help. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know where the last place he was seen?
4: All I know is that he went outside the city looking for. About- Del Sonora and Alessandra to warn them that the men were, might be after them, because he had seen some himself. He never came back. Del Sonora, we, we buried you. I don't understand.
1: We saved her. She wasn't. Yeah, we took her up.
4: She was buried alive? Yes. She, she looks at Del Sonora, who's missing all the skin under her neck to her collarbone. She had... Looks pretty... T-
1: she, she, she had faint light in her eyes. Nobody could see. Well, that's a nightmare.
4: I can't believe we did that. <laughs> and when they brought her body to us, uh, <laughs> she looks at her at her uh, at neck and just turns even paler. The heavy footsteps come by. It's starting to rain at this point, but y'all are protected by the awning. Uh, a burly man his long hair parted down the middle and a thin beard, wearing nicer servant clothes. He pops his head out, sees all of you, looks at Del a little closely. The servant girl tries to, let's invite him in, she tries to say. He says, no. I must get Lady Bartle. Wait here. She must see this. It's what we've been doing. He nods to the guard to be alert. Make sure they don't come inside. He leaves. her. Dilsonora kind of looks at you awkwardly. She didn't really expect this. The servant girl goes and gets her a cloak, puts it around her with a, with a hood. I I did
2: not expect
4: the rumors were all true.
2: it? The Kidnapping wizard.
4: That's why I was trying to lay low outside the city.
1: But about your other friend. We did not find her.
4: She is a druid.
1: Another apprentice of Bartle. I like to take a big gulp. <laughs> because I'm a... Uh, like... okay.
4: The servant girl pipes up as well. Ah, Red, Redborn is missing too. He's gone too. Who? Bartle disgusting.
3: It seems, uh... It's nice. Less wizards and more, uh... Acquaintances of your, uh, your friend Bartold the past two months.
1: The, that's kind of weird because even the 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 barkeep's friend is missing.
3: I don't think he was a wizard.
1: But if Bartold's friend is
2: also missing,
4: Bartold is a important wizard, so it's he would know a lot of wizards. It's not necessarily. Well, after a moment, that butler appears. And in his wake is a woman, uh, very dark skin, long, straight hair, parted down the middle, way down her back, uh, wearing a fur-lined mantle with a blue cloak. And she comes up, and looks out at y'all, looks at Del Sonora and covers her mouth with her sleeve. Also, she sees a goblin. What is this? This will not do. Del Sonora, this is your fault. He went to warn you, and now he is gone. We buried you. You're going to bring whatever took my husband away. You're going to bring him here. You need to leave. Get out of here.
1: Um, um
4: I won't endanger the rest of my house. Whatever is following my husband, it won't come here. I won't allow it.
1: Do you know what happened to me following your husband?
4: Rumors of men in black. You should watch your own back. Get out of here.
2: What if they're already on their way and you need our help anyways?
4: She snaps her finger and uh
2: and
4: and turns and leaves. And the guard comes up.
2: You
3: heard her out for the property.
1: Well, let's go Um, bef- before we leave, guard, sir, um do you happen to know where where, where, and I rifle through my pack, and I get the piece of the collar, where the uh, the other piece, like this, wound up?
4: I don't know nothing about that, lady. I don't know nothing.
1: Because one of your guards took it when they took her.
4: Wait, what do you mean,
3: lady?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I give you a I give you a thumbs up. <laughs>
4: Wait,
3: I'm confused now. She has the sloth around her
1: uh neck. around her neck. So she it looks a, like beard.
3: a beard. But the you... guard just identified her as a lady. So the guard <laughs> knows something.
4: Uh, he, you know, he could tell.
1: Yeah.
4: So, he so Thornden. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I said. I niece cousin.
4: Them the. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get misgendered. <laughs> I don't know anything about what you're talking about. I know it's raining, but you gotta go off of the property. The lady of the house is spoken. Scat. Hi. Right.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Oh. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, at least for her little bit of information that she helped us with, will you please give her and I?
4: Give no, her- I can't take nothing. This is a wizard's house. Uh, <laughs> no telling what
3: comes in or out. Thordan just like kinda Nothing. grabs the uh, scruff of uh, of Nyx's
4: uh shirt and just like starts dragging
3: this her is away. It's just a
1: mushroom.
4: It's way too late for me to get physical with anyone. Let's go. out. Physical.
2: come on, come on.
4: <laughs> he ushers you out before he does before he does have to get physical. He closes the, the wrought iron gate and locks it. You hear the servant girl kind of raise her voice. I'll pray for you, Delsonora.
2: I'm sorry.
1: Oh they were unhelpful. That's mm. sucked. Yeah, they made me well, feel horrible. Well Well, I think we need to go back to Zen. I thought my master could sort it. Well,
3: well I, it's, it's difficult, I, difficult for him to sort it out when he's not there.
1: I, I think he still can okay we just have to find him. But until then we have another friend that could probably help forever. I think we need to go back to Zen, like, right now. Um, Miss Sonora, is it
2: since you're a wizard, would you be able to find your master with your magics?
4: She, uh, furrows her brow a little bit and looks down. It's raining pretty heavy now. I can't do
2: anything without my spells. I would have to think about that, if I can think at all. It's very fuzzy. Okay. we just get out of the rain for now.
4: Or did just kind of shield up?
3: <laughs> just over his head. He just So
4: <laughs> That is a good point. It took y'all all day to get to the north side of the city without being harassed by guards, um, and then you fought this battle in the cemetery. Y'all are probably pretty exhausted.
2: And now we're soaking wet.
4: And no inn on the north side of town is gonna. Except some of you. What the hell are you going to do? Tell
2: me. Backpack. (laughs) Get a backpack and put them in there.
3: Well, this is all a uh, waste of time. And now it looks
4: like we're probably going to be sleeping in the street. A a patrol won't allow a bunch (laughs) of vagrants to sleep in the street on the north side.
1: We could go sleep under the tree in the cemetery. I like the backpack idea. Well, I don't.
2: Absolutely Um, not. How much space is in your backpack? I don't have enough space in my backpack, but we could get another backpack. Just for shrimp stomp. Here's in the it. middle of the night! No, no, no. no. How about... I put my stuff into my backpack in your backpack for now. And we'll be mm-hmm. him in mine. Yeah, I feel like you'd be better at carrying him in needs. Got it. All right. Grab him. I started... <laughs> <laughs> I started moving my backpack.
3: Wait. Hold on.
4: <laughs> Thor didn't make an intelligence check. So. Oh...
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Let's go steal one of the carriages in the house. <laughs> Just it. use dice.
4: Like we're not gonna make it out of the north side alive. We're gonna steal a carriage. all right I, I hate the mic. Sorry. Oh, that was a weird sound. <laughs> <laughs> that is twelve. Uh you vaguely remember on your meandering path to the north side, there was a. A bridge over a small waterway through the district. That might be a place you could shelter. That's the best you can think of. Mm. Well, uh, not too
3: far, not too far uh, back, there is a, there's a bridge, might be able to shelter under it. Or we can, uh, take our chances with with an inn nearby. I
1: don't think an inn will let us in. That's why we have the backpack.
4: Oh, I, uh.
1: I think, I think Mr. Thorton, do you want to sleep under a bridge?
4: She probably does. <laughs> this probably sounds attractive to her.
1: I'll stay out in the rain.
2: Uh, two weeks up tomorrow, and she has smaller mushrooms. <laughs> those
3: are the only two options I can think of.
2: Uh, might as well just go under the bridge—faster, cheaper at this point. No point in wasting money on. Something we're yeah. only going to get for a few hours. Okay!
3: What about you, uh... Elsinora? I'm only having trouble thinking. I was just out. Alright.
4: Well, for me... To the bridge. All right to the bridge. It just takes about 30 minutes, and you reach this uh, little waterway cutting through the district, and there is, in fact, a, a little shell above the water under the bridge that with a very dark, you could hide all not super comfortable, but out of the rain. I I was just pulled out of a grave. All right, y'all take shelter under the bridge? Yes. All right. Well, the rain persists for the rest of the night and the early morning, um, but it finally lets up by the time the sun is fully risen and you've had enough sleep. Are you going to make your way to the southern part of the city now? Yes. And you seek to return to uh, the Wizard's Inn?
1: Yes. I think right now that's our best bet.
4: So what you're
3: saying is it's a long rest? Yes. Uh, yes, sorry.
1: Everybody's stuff is... Um,
4: Shrimp Stomp, about not long after you were kicked out of the Barthold Estate, something happened to that glow that you were having. Yeah, my... uh
0: my Umyra's protection faded off, so that nice pink glow that Shrimp Stomp had faded away, and his flowery smell went with it, and his stench returned. The stench is back.
3: No.
1: Even with the rain?
0: Even with the rain. <laughs> it's damp stench.
1: Oh. It's, caked. Oh.
0: it's caked on there. It's an oily... It doesn't mix with water. Please, it just please, stays please on. Stop. The beads please. of water. That's why right we need
2: soap. No. What do you do? Like take baths in pizza grease? He just no bath. His entire life. You find things on the ground in the area that are just foul, powerful Mm. smell, and you put them on you so that you become powerful. Mm, No. See, you're Mm. definitely covered in mold. Yes. He is, it's just mold walking around, basically. A this mold is the most
4: man. powerful dung I've
2: different, found all day. <laughs>
1: different kind of fungus.
0: <laughs> yeah. Quite proud within the stables.
2: Yeah, he finds poop, shoves it up his armpits.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyways. Gosh.
4: All right, well, y'all are able to exit the northern part of the city much quicker than the last time, because you are leaving, and the guards are kind of, that's what ought to be happening. Um, they don't harass you very much. So by the time you leave it and go down to the Ruka enclave where Zin is hiding, uh, you arrive there about late afternoon. And it takes you a minute to remember the orientation of those alleyway passages because he's really hidden away. Um, but you eventually come to the little stucco building with the small wooden door um, that you remember that Zin lived at. With the, um, the halfling couple, Alto and Rumina. Oh, not. After a moment, the door opens, and, uh, Rumina, the female halfling with the blonde, wild tangle of braids. Oh, you are back.
1: Come inside. Thank you. We need to see Zen.
4: We will get him. You look like you've had a, a terrible night. And we slept under a bridge, so...
2: It was very warm and welcoming. Mm. Better than the walk to where we slept.
4: Oh, I see. She she ushers you to come in and, and have a seat. She tells you she's she'll go get something for you to eat and drink and goes into the other room. <clears throat> and after a moment, another door opens and Zinn on his cane... Slowly comes into the room. Ah, welcome. It's glad to see you so soon.
1: But we're glad to see you too.
4: He sits down across from a small low table from me. And he stops. And he lowers his, his green spectacles and looks at Delsinora. She's kind of mostly covered with a hood. It seems you have a new companion
1: we We rescued her from the ground.
2: We went grave, Robin.
1: no, it wasn't robbing. She wanted out.
2: She may be undid. We're not sure
1: she has a pulse
2: very slow though
1: Do you know this the the, the skin that you got it's hers
2: hey, you,
4: now correction you didn't you didn't have the skin that the priest oh had the skin that's right you have a a wooden icon of her symbol.
1: oh, that's mm-hmm. right.
4: You do have a skin, though. you have Cut cut off of the neck of that horrible mutant. (laughs) Spellcaster. Young lady, may I see your face? She pulls her hood back. Reveals all the skin missing and the faintly glowing. a mark to match the rest of you. And Zen continues to look over his glasses like, holy hell. No, he doesn't say that. (laughs) Oh my god. He slowly gets up with the help of his cane and walks around and looks at her more closely. Do you mind? He puts his fingers on her neck. I doubt that heartbeat would sustain a normal person. Please tell me what's going on, dug Her up.
1: Um, so. It started with. Shrimp Stump had a dream. Yeah, I was a. Oh. Buried under the ground, when
4: like
2: I wasn't dead, and I was panicking, trying to get out.
4: Dreams are how the gods speak to us. They are not always here to give us advice, but they send it to us.
1: Um, yes, yeah. That, yeah, that happened. Thordin. That happened. Um,
4: like bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> stupid thing. Um, I should So dumb.
1: Um, I I communed with Earth Mother. And, and in my communion she showed me will, will Delta and will. Will da, and um the Bartold family plot, so we had to go there and when we went there um that's where we found Elsinore.
4: And who is she to you again? I, I see the mark. Is she the she's, woman
1: she's she's the woman he saved.
0: Shrimp stomp beams a little bit because it's not tried to save anymore. I did save her. You did save. That's right. Now I, I squeeze Delsinor's hand a little bit because that urge of pride hits me,
4: she uh, slowly turns her head to look at you and nods her head. A and couple
1: and times. then when when he took the the collar off of her neck, that's when we got all of the markings. And, and they match these, and I pull the them. <laughs> oh, my God.
4: <laughs> oh, him <laughs> can to can't do that? You. By all that is holy, where did you get this?
1: A creature in the cemetery.
4: <laughs> what kind of a creature?
1: An undead type... I, it type, wasn't undead. Type type thing?
0: Thornton <laughs> <Jordan> says crumpily.
3: <laughs> it was or it was not? It was not. I... I threw it uh, a bottle of holy water at it, and it did nothing to it. It's important
4: to know. It was an expensive bottle. I know a thing or two about expense these days. Go on.
1: And after we killed it, I, I, I took this from it. And and then the, the green lady, she... she She was quite pleased, and she gave me this. And I hold up the necklace. It's
4: a ring. With the ring on it. Is that a pearl, I see?
1: Yes. But we only have one right now.
4: That is a start. Why do you think this creature, whom you have skin, was in that
1: graveyard in the first place? I haven't completely worked that out yet. What did it look like? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, what did it look like? <laughs> well, it had a bleep boy for an hand. <laughs> All starters. It 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 it, it was purpley.
3: You tied a snake as an
1: arm. And it phased in and out of the gray stones. It was like a pirate kind of.
4: <laughs> the pirate was it a human or No. Oh.
1: Not anymore, at least.
4: It might have been a man at one point.
1: The eyes were weird.
3: It, were, it wasn't any.
4: Fascinating. I had earlier told you a theory of mine that these kidnappers put this collar on the, your unfortunate friend. That um, They likely did not understand the value of this item and were misusing it. I may have been wrong.
1: Um, um, her master, who is also a wizard, is missing now.
4: Who is your master, young lady?
1: But old is my master. I am his apprentice.
4: I know this man. Many wizards are disappearing. That is why I am in hiding. I have a new theory now. It could be that whoever is doing this does in fact understand the value and power of this object. Perhaps the creature you fought was a man and that collar was successfully kept on him and it transformed him into that creature. An enslaved creature, no less, as is the point of the collar, which would mean young shrimp stall. By breaking the collar, you may have saved this young woman from a fate far worse than she is in by separating those glyphs The marks you have. You may have stopped that process from happening. Shrimp
0: Stomp kind of shuffles his feet. Nervously, but happily.
4: Furthermore, as she is in the nearly dead state she is in, I would worry about what would happen to any of you who bear the mark, should you die. It takes a very unusual type of energy. To animate the dead. Something about this is unknowable, at least to me. Why don't we find out more? Why don't we perform the ritual with the one pearl that you have? I, I believe that would be a good idea. It is if a it. start. use
2: it? So we can turn Delson
1: back to normal?
4: <sighs> he exhales. I do not know, Denshrymster will take a great deal of research, as will this whole matter, which is its own difficulty. But we will get to that first things first. Let's see that first.
1: I...
2: Oh, my. <coughs> my nose is
1: <laughs> <in. coughs> Um, I take my necklace off, and I hand the ring to Zen. He
4: takes it in his old, gnarled hand. Alto, would you assist me? The male halfling comes out of the other room, looks at it, and he fiddles with it for a while, and gets that pearl out of its setting. He puts that pearl in Zen's hand. Bring me a vessel and the wine and that feather of the owl. Let's see what we can find. But you will have to find that out next time. We're going to end the episode for there. I'd like to thank you for listening to us. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, support your local hobby shop. They small businesses. They struggle to survive in the day of companies I will not mention that that are transforming the world. Uh, but yeah, thank
0: you. If you would like, you can follow us on Twitter at Goblin House St.
2: You can also follow us uh, on TikTok uh, with Goblin House Studios and also Snapchat Goblin House Studios.
1: And you can follow us on Facebook at Goblin House Studios also.
2: Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.